Blog Talk Radio. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Here with the talk of the town. Take you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millett and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. everybody doing? Welcome to the Middleman Present Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton. I am your host, Nick Eaton, and I got my man Al with me. What's up? What's up, Pete? And of course, as always, we got uh, Kev, right? He's in the back. Uh, I don't know what is in his uh, bowl today. I guess he got some mystery meat or something. I don't know what it is. Nah, some dirty rice and some potatoes and some chicken. South meat, everybody. South meat. Chicken. <laughs> no. That's South Meat. Chicken don't look like that. Where you get that chicken from? The uh, the, the Chinese restaurant? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was wrong for that. I'm sorry. Everybody out there who's... Yeah, we were talking about the uh, Chinese restaurant uh, at the barbershop today, and uh, one of the lead barbers in there talking about, he said his food smelled like dog do this. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean they didn't clean dog properly before they... Never mind. <laughs> oh, boy. I was like, I'm not going back to that one. Like, How your food smell like dog doodle when you don't eat it? Look, man, I'm just going to with you. I'm hungry to pay for it. Don't judge him. Don't judge him. Man, look, let me tell y'all something. This week, we've been a little crazy. Uh, I don't know what's going on with these, uh, these, these kitty rappers and their, um, I'm not even going to get into the sales this week because other than Lil Wayne, there were no urban releases on the top ten for this week. Uh, I, I'm just I'm completely disgusted and insulted by that. Um, so we're not even going to talk about that. But what we are going to talk about is, 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 is these fake rappers and this, this attempt at being hard. Soldier Boy, Jesus, then got arrested. For about seventy thousand dollars worth of marijuana in his car, uh, about forty thousand in cash, and a couple other things, and it, it, it's it, it's just not it's not looking good for the kid. Honestly, he wasn't driving; it wasn't his car, but he's getting. I guess they're trying to make an example out of him. I'm like, okay, George, if y'all didn't get enough of this, um, keeping the black guys in jail or, or, or sticking a knife to him. But he was arrested earlier this week. Uh, you should have seen him on the news. Uh, you guys, yeah, so, he is soldier boy. 
Well, but my thing is, you know, regardless of how you feel about Soldier Boy, like like I said, he didn't own the vehicle. He wasn't driving. He was simply a passenger, and they're trying to throw everything at him like he was mastermind Nino Brown. Let's just be honest. We're talking about Soldier Boy. He has nowhere near a mastermind. I think they're just trying to make an example out of him, you know. It's it's, it's crazy. They're trying to get some money, really. That's all they need. Exactly. Yeah, Carrollton County, man. If you you come through Georgia down twenty, they always post it up. They look in your car. If you look a certain way, they gonna try to get you. Point blank. Well, I mean, of course, it didn't help. He had all that weed in the car. What I mean, my only my only thing about that right there, man, is the fact that if you got two bodyguards in your car, they're most likely licensed licensed bodyguards. How you gonna sit up there and say this man got guns? And if he had what five ounces of weed, hey, only thing he got to do is just claim that and take that take that little charge. That's it. Yeah, that's not the that's not the smallest charge. But, yeah, well, like I said, I, you know, hopefully, you know, his his attorneys will be able to help him with this. He get out of it. I think they're trying to throw a little bit more on it than it already is. He uh, get out of it. Speaking of you know weed and illegal and everything. Former B2K member, Lil Fizz, he's being sued by the state of California for operating a marijuana dispensary. And uh, though it's, it's legal in the state of California, it's illegal to sell a product with the conf- without the confirmation of the state approval. So um, he, he has this dispensary called Little Amsterdam in West Hollywood. And he's had it for about a year and a half before he was sent an order to close the shop. Uh, in the pending lawsuit, um, he's being sued for over $1 million in addition to over $700,000 in legal fees. How much weed was he selling? Right. For them to sue him for over $1 million. And does Lil Fizz have $1 million? I'm just saying. Like, hmm. Come on now. Let me, when was the last time B2K put out a record? Been a minute. <clears throat> when, was, when was the last time anybody wanted to hear a record from. Been a minute. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, on to other uh, drug addicts. Bobby Brown is making a comeback. He's got a new reality show coming out. Uh, now, I'm telling you right now, if y'all ever watched being Bobby Brown, when he was on there, he and Whitney were still together, and Whitney used to have that wig cocked sideways. Hell no. I'll tell you right now, he made it for some great reality TV. But um, he's planning on uh, documenting the comeback of the 90s, 80s and 90s boy band, uh, New Edition in the reality show. Uh, in an effort to reestablish himself, you know, and the now grown-up group, he insists that the group has been in constant communication and has strengthened their relationship. What are you the one that got fired? Mhm. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I just want to make sure. He was saying that they have a conference call every Sunday, and you know they said they're putting the band back together. Uh, I, I like New Edition. Um, I always have like New Edition. Um, I'll be honest, I like Del Bill DeVoe a little bit more. But does anybody really want to hear Ralph Tresman singing again? Not really, man. He look like a crackhead. Man, you remember he came right, out man. with sensitivity? Yeah. <laughs> the big zoot suit with the V on it, no shirt. Like, Come on, yeah, man. I, I don't know if we want to hear it. I, I mean, in related, 
you know, new edition, new, uh, not Bobby Brown. Uh, Johnny Gill just released his solo album, Still Winning. Um, debut number 40 on the uh, Billboard 200. Sold about, uh, about 18,000 independents, so that's pretty good. Um, but I don't know about the new edition. I, I'm skeptical about Bobby Brown putting out his solo album. So I, I, don't, I don't know. It's just certain things you might... I don't think you really want to go to a new edition concert to hear some new records. Like, you can play Mr. Telephone Man or, or something. Just, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. No, we won't see. I won't be there. Sorry. You know what, man? Al, you are the only Ralph Trash Vaz fan in the world that's left. Clearly. Okay, hold on, 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 hold on. We're going to get this straight. I'm a new edition fan, not Ralph Trash Vaz. Now, Ralph Tresman is a part of New Edition. So, as a collaborative group effort, yeah. But like, he's like the most unsuccessful member out of every. Like, he was the leader of New Edition. And then, like, when everybody left, everybody was successful except for him. He sucked. <laughs> All you remember about Ralph is he was sensitive. Yeah, that's it. Because I can't recall any other song he had. Nah, when yeah, he, he tried to jump on that chick on the radio out here, that was pretty cold. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. that's when that, that's when R&B was really thugging. Yeah. Um, now this one is a little weird to me. Etta James, as, as, as we know, being the, the the queen of chess records, Etta, Etta James has uh, decided to retire. She decided to hang it up. Um. When the hell is she still active? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I, you know, Lady James, what she did, had a great career to stand over 50 years. But I mean, she looks like Lady Eloise right now. I, I just, I, I, I so, yeah, you're wrong. She's about, what? She, come on, now, y'all remember that? Marcus styling. <laughs> you're wrong. She, she looks so like Lady bad. Eloise. You are so wrong for that, man. On so many levels. On so many levels, man. <laughs> she looks like Lady O. Is that my fault? Oh, man. She even got the little goblet. Anyway, but um, she's, her final album, um, the first in five years, is called The Dreamer. She's getting ready to release that, and she says, after that album, she's going to hang it up. It's going to be over. And, um... Quite frankly, I thought it was over like 20, 30 years ago. Could be wrong. I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Al will definitely be picking up that uh, that album when it comes out. I will not. <laughs> I feel <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, guys, if you're just now tuning in, we're... we're of course, doing our random acts of entertainment. But today, we are talking about something that is near and dear to a lot of people out there. Producers versus beat makers. Uh-oh, somebody going to be a little hurt tonight. It's going to be somebody. Somebody going to find out tonight that they are actually a beat maker. And they're going to stare up and down their producer. But, you know, it's, it's going to be something. Well, no, if you if yeah, you know if you're a producer or not. But, but some people don't feel it's going to be hurt. Anyway. Well, in this industry, it's easy to get caught up in titles. You know, often people give themselves titles without knowing the true meaning. One of the most overused titles is producer. 
The music producer is the man behind the beats, the orchestra, the mastermind. However, some that have taken the title are simply beat makers. You know, once their creation is done in the simplest form, they just leave it to the songwriter to complete it. Now, the question tonight is, are you a producer or a beat maker? And that's what we're going to find out tonight. Like I said, some of y'all are going to be a little upset, but that's okay. You'll be all right. What we're going to do is we're going to get into this first song, and then right after we get back from that, we're going to go straight into our topic. This first song, we actually what we did tonight was we picked our favorite producers, or, or one of them, and picked our favorite records by them. So this first song that we're going to play tonight is by one of my favorite producers, slash singer, slash songwriter. Why your song got to go first? Yeah, I see that. Why does my song have to go first? Yeah, Nick. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, no, it's it is Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton, not Talk of oh. Town with the Mother City Negroes. No, look. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh okay. You yeah. trying to make stuff. Okay. You trying to make stuff. I didn't know. Right. Yeah, so, so the first song of the night is R. Kelly with Been Around the World. This is the Middleman Presents, Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton. My mic has mysteriously gone off. Light a candle for this one. Light him up. Yeah. Oh, nigga. Light Come on. I've been around the world. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing but love. Oh, Who I am. Yeah. I make my fans so much. Ooh. And even though some may have. Still, I appreciate it. All my friends and family. Yes, I do. They're kept yeah. real with me. I've been around the world and back like what up yeah. East side to west side touring like what up And even though the price for the house was so much I still roll with them from the hood like what up when it comes to being the realest I'm showing up I'm a straight up industry villain for showing up And I can't satisfy some of y'all no matter what And some of y'all cats are so jealous That we're living in the cold cold world Fake faces, fake people, fake friends They were living in the cold, cold world Well, they ain't none but Wanna be player hater Yeah, I know I need a hug But y'all need a hug too Cause God gon' judge me the same day he judge you And even though we have our struggles, that's alright You know we get on folks that's gon' find a way to shine Yeah, around the world I can nothing but love Nothing but who I am I make my fans so much
change my testimony That's how I live I had to get rid of a lot of fake homies I've known yeah. for years You see me on the TV sometimes That's how it is Y'all gotta start learning how to separate me from showbiz uh. When I'm rolling through your city Show me love And ladies, when you see a boy Give me hugs And no, I'm not conceited Why? It's just my place, sometimes I need it Why? Said I got so many friends in the area code That I hand out the tickets when it comes to my show Y'all break bread together uh. Break together That we grow strong together Let's uh. live forever yeah. Help each other to the storm weather And that was R. Kelly with Been Around the World featuring dude that I wish wasn't on the record, but that's your dude. You got you got you got to take the bad with the good. Oh, um, man. Anyway, guys, if you just list, if you're just tuning in, we are talking about producers versus beat makers. Are you a producer or are you a beat maker? We gonna find out tonight, and you might not like the answer. But I know the person that we got on the line right now is definitely a producer. So, uh, you guys want to go ahead and bring him in? Yeah, man, we got our man, I want to say world-renowned, because he got world-renowned type style of music. You know what I'm saying? He has produced for Cadillac Dunn and Jay Money, one of the biggest records a couple of years ago, Outside Peanut Butter, Inside Jelly. Bobby B, Bobby, I said Bobby B, Bobby V. Beep, beep, beep. Y'all know that record. One of the hot records off his album. That Rebirth album. We got our man, oh, yeah. Big Fruit, on the phone. You want me to say your whole name, dude? <laughs> what up, what up? What's that, cool? I know your discography is a little bit di- deeper than that, man, but I'm just saying stuff I know right off the top of my head. I know it way more than that. Yeah. Um, I've got, um... Let everybody know the record you produce, man. Huh? Well, um... I don't know if some of y'all know, but I got my own artist called uh, The Joker. And, he, you know, he's pretty much like one of the, or the highest, you know, independent artists in the country right now. Uh, and, uh, like, I didn't did stuff with Gucci Man, with Akon, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people in the industry or whatever. Mm-hmm. Man, Frugal, tonight we're talking about beat makers versus producers, man. And, you know, sometimes, man, people start off as beat makers, you know, just to be honest. And then when you, you know, when you graduate into understanding music and and the arrangements and everything else, um, then you can, you know, become a producer. What is your, what is your perception as what it is to become from a beat maker to a producer? What is a producer to you? Well, you know, first of all, this is, this is a real touchy subject because, you know, some people, they easily get offended. Who, you know, when they think we don't they, care about that over here. <laughs> but to be honest, like, you know, if, if I, was, I would probably like to say I started off as a, what, what you would call a beat maker. And just to, as far as my opinion, and people have different opinions, but my opinion on the difference is a beat maker will just sit down and just make beats all day and not have anything or any particular artist in mind. Uh, you know, they just making tracks. Or, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, when it comes down to being a producer, you know, that actually, your, your job becomes, it becomes a bigger task because you're actually making music 
you're catering to the artist or you know that you're making it for so right. like like you you can't give um you know for instance you can't give Eminem the same beat that you would give uh Gucci Man or you know what I'm saying right right like, exactly you you got to be able to understand the difference in oh, artists some have tried oh yeah the people try all the time and, you know, sometimes artists will, you know, they'll switch mm-hmm. it up and try to do something different. But right. it, it's not, at the end of the day, you, it, it, it comes more down to, like, just the quality of your sound. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. Like, a lot of beat makers don't understand when it comes down to the sonic part of it as far as, you know, the quality of how, you, how your music sounds or how the beat sounds. Because if you, you know what I'm saying, you can't take a beat that has been mixed or, you know, mixed properly or whatever and play it for right. them or, or whoever, somebody like that, you know, they going to know the difference because they're real artists, you know. Now, what, I mean, what is the process, man? Like, say, for if you, you get a caliber of an Eminem or, you know, do they, like like Bobby, you work with Bobby and a lot of other artists, Akon or whatnot, what, what's the process of them coming in to pick up a track, man? Because, like, like you said, a lot of guys, they'll sit down and make a track and don't have any direction on it, nor is it properly arranged for those particular artists. What is the process that they go through when they come to you and say, hey, I want a track from you? What's your mindset? Well, um, that pretty, that's going to bring me to like my, my second point as far as the difference in between a producer and a beat maker. Um, a lot of producers are also you know, writers, or they don't necessarily have to be a writer, but you have to know how to put a song together. That's pretty much what producing is. Like, it's a, there's some people that call themselves producers that don't even make beats, and they technically they're not wrong. Like, I don't really consider. This is just my opinion, though. Know? You know what I'm saying? I, I think you should be to be able to do it all when you call yourself a producer. You know, you, you should be able to sit down and make a beat, right? Um, know how to put a song together. You know what I'm saying? Know how to orchestrate the whole. You know, if you're in a session with an artist, you gotta know how to orchestrate it. And exactly. I don't want to say too much, but I know if you, you don't mind, I won't let everybody know you a singing brother yourself. <laughs> no, now let me find out. I'm, that's something new. Yeah, that, that brother right here be singing. Fruit, I did not. I, I learned something new about a fellow Mississippi, and I did not know you was a singer. Nah, I don't, I don't really consider myself a singer, but you be know, modest. Trying I, to be modest. I can hold, I can hold a note. You know, <laughs> You're trying to be modest. But I mean, like you said, when you go in there, you got a process where you're gonna. You know, sit down and arrange that record like that. Have you ever had a situation where artists come in and they just so doggone difficult where you're like, man, forget it. I don't even want to work with you now. You know what? The the funny thing about that is the people, the artists that act like that is usually like the new artists or the artists that or haven't had a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. You know, because most of the, you know, the seasoned artists, you know, they, they know how it works. You know what I'm saying? They know how right. to come in the studio when... When you ask somebody to produce a record for you, they 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 want you to produce their record for them. You know what I'm saying? They know right. they they've either heard some of your work or heard somebody told you about their work about your work, and you know they want to see what you got to bring to the table. Right. Now, so, if you did have a, a dream situation where, you know, you were like, man, dead or alive, who would be one artist that you would love to work with? And you feel like that creative energy, that synergy, would be there if y'all work together. Besides Nick Eaton, I'm just saying. Besides who? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> 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 I 
Hold on, before you say anything, I got something for that question. I got something for that. Shut up, Kev. <laughs> Damn. Kev, Kev, ain't nobody asking your input on that, now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Go, go ahead, now. Besides, you said the nigga Vinaya, that's what you thought about? <laughs> no, I said besides me, besides Nicky. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 but, uh, man. Go over like anybody, a dog. Anybody, dead or alive? I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I want to say Pop, you know, because he had, like, a you know, such an influence on everybody, you know what I'm saying, including me. Um, um, right, if somebody that's alive right now, I, I think it would be Drake, probably, because, like, hold on. Nah, nah, I'm sorry. It would probably be Drake right now, because, like, you know, he, he just, he dope to me, you know, his music or, or whatever. He don't get a little monotone for you, dude, cause that. Man, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Like, it seems like every Drake song, like when it first come out, I don't like it, or I don't like it that much. But like, it's just like, every time it never fails. It always ends up being my favorite song. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Do you listen I to the radio as a producer when you when you get into that mode of producing, or are you just like, man? You know, I'm, I'm gonna stay away from everything, and then I'm gonna just try to get my creative juices together. I don't, I don't too much listen to the radio. I do like listen. Like I got certain, it's certain websites I go to that always put out new music. Like mm-hmm. I, I always want to hear what's new out. But as far as if I'm trying to, um, like if say I'm working with an artist, mm-hmm. I will always. And that's another thing about being a producer. Like if you if you're working with an artist, you need to research and know something about that artist. You can't just go in. And ain't listening to none of their records. Or, you know, I always go back and listen to their old albums, and you mm-hmm. know, you know, do your homework. Yeah, have some type of knowledge of them. Exactly. So I mean, w- would you, you know, would you try to sit up there and try to channel, you know, what I'm saying certain artists that you've heard before, as far as producers, and, and also, you know, I just want to, you know, find out like when you when you put it together, man. You know, like you say, you don't really listen to too much other stuff, but do you try to lead the trend, or I'm going to keep it real, are you somewhat trying to get along with everybody fitting in that groove and follow a trend? I mean, I definitely want to or try to to establish my own sound because at the end of the day, those are the people who that stand out and become what they call super producers. Like, you know, you call Timberland, and Dre and all of those people, for real, super producers because all of them had a distinct sound, mm-hmm. or or they they actually had more than one distinct sound. You know, over the years they they switched their style up and like that. Those are the people who at who I look to for inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Now you know, like, man. You know, like I know, a lot of people have worked for high. They hire those bass players. That high, everything else that they need to make that complete full sound. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel about that? Would you prefer to play everything yourself, or would you bring somebody in, say for a high bass player and all that? I know that's. I mean, that's definitely a part of being a producer, being able to like it. It's it certain like I, I can't play a bass. You know what I'm saying? I can't play a drums or nothing mm-hmm. like that. So sometimes you do have to if you if you if you hear something in the record. And you need somebody to come in and play it. Like I mean, you know, I, I do that now. I, I have a, um, 
I, sometimes I have somebody come in and mm-hmm. maybe play some keyboard parts or something, something that because there's certain things that I may I may be able to hear because mm. I ain't never I ain't never been trained to play piano or anything like that. You know, but so you fooled like, me. I know. I mean, everything that I do, I pretty much taught myself. Yeah. You know, and like people be amazed when they when they ask me, they were like, "Man, you played?" I was like, "No, nah, not really." But I, I got just I just think I got a good ear. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So. Well, you play right. You know what you want to hear in the track. Can't play. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it's, 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 it's just one of those things. Like, I do want to ask you this one question. Going back to what you were saying earlier about, um, you know, kind of leading the trends, it made me think of the beat record that you did with with Bobby V. You know, up until that point, everybody knew Bobby V for the ballads, you know, maybe right. some mid-tempos, but nothing that could, like, really get him going. And when everybody was like, oh, well, he's going independent, you know, I don't know if it's going to really work. And we came out with the record, it was like, damn, he came out hard, and he came out with something for the club. You know, so it's like, how was it to kind of take him out of that zone? Because we knew Bobby V for the ballads. Right. And the the funny story about that is how that record even happened. That, that record um, wasn't, it, it wasn't supposed to be his record. He, he um, went, got on the hook for somebody. Uh, I think it, I think it was gonna be a rap. I don't even remember who it was, but um, somehow he ended up. They were tripping or they were playing. They weren't trying to, you know, move forward with it or whatever. So um, he called me and um, he was like, "Yo, man, what's going on with this record?" And I was like, "Man, they they tripping, you know, so they ain't, they ain't trying to move forward on it." He was like, "I want it, you know, what I'm saying I want to make it my first single." So I'm like, "Cool." So. Uh, he ended up um, cause I I had um I had I wrote the hook and I had demoed it and um he he had already um recorded the hook so he, he, then he went back in and did his verses and uh they put uh, Young Jock on it and for that was the rest of the history. I think a lot of records are mistake records if y'all know what I mean. People don't yeah. want to do records. You heard stories about Snoop saying he didn't want to do uh, Murder Was the Case and and One Eight Seven. Like what? Yep. Yeah. More yep. often, like more often than not, those are the records that usually go. Yeah, it happens like this, huh? Because there's it, a lot of records like with like it'll be records like that with my artist. Uh, we might do, and I don't even really like it, but at the end of the day, it might be one of the most popular records. You know, it's I don't know. <laughs> it never can tell sometimes, but it works like that. Man, that's great, man. Fruit, man, you got anything coming up, man? Because we definitely appreciate you taking your time out to come through and chop it up with your fam tonight, man. And, uh, right. man, we appreciate you, man. Much success to your career, longevity in your career, because we know you are diverse in that music, man. Um, anything you got coming up that we need to be on the lookout for? Um, What I've really been focusing on lately is my artist, The Joker, and he, he's out of Mississippi. He's from Jackson. Like I said, y'all can uh, go check him out. Uh, y'all can go on YouTube, just type his name in, go on iTunes, get his music. Um, as far as uh, um, major artists, um, I got a couple songs with Akon. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what they. I don't know. I know he's working on a uh, mixtape and album right now. I, I don't know for sure yet if, if they're gonna make the album, but I, I got a couple songs with him and. Um, what else? Uh, I've been working uh, working with a lot of writers lately, mm-hmm. just for you know, just for different people. Um, 
man. What about recognition, man? Are those guys still dealing with y'all or? I, I like haven't. That group. I haven't worked with them since that uh that uh the last song record that record they had the video to. Right. The one that I, I did. I, yeah, I, I did that. Um, okay. That I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I, I produced I well, I co produced and co co wrote that record. Wow. Um, and they're still, they still with Jill? They still working with Jill Scott? I don't know, man. I really don't know. Cause okay. the last I know, enough about I know they were signed to Capitol, but I don't I don't know what's going on with it. But like they have some, some good dudes, man. Like I just haven't had a chance to work with them in a while. All right, well, man, we do appreciate you, man. Anytime you want to stop through, man, you know, I know we send the word out to you, man. You came through, showed us much love. Anytime you want to stop through and let us know what you got going on, man, we are here for you. All right, man, I appreciate fact, it, man. Tell them how they can get at you on Twitter, man, or any, any type of information if you want to put it out there, man. Yeah, man, y'all can uh, hit me on Twitter at, um, at FTE Big Fruit. Um, y'all can check out... Um, my artist, the Joker, well, his site should be up probably in a, probably next week. It's uh, www.joker2cold.com. Uh, you can go on YouTube and watch all our um, videos for um, my company, Family Ties Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, just YouTube uh, Family Ties Network, and you can see all the videos and everything. And uh, just uh, anybody, you know. Anybody that's working, you want to work, hit me up on Twitter. Most definitely. Hey, man, you know, and also tell you people, man, if they want to go back and listen to this show, they can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the middleman, or we're going to have a link on all our Facebook page, so you can check it out there if they want to go back and hear you drop some of this knowledge, man. (laughs) All right, man. I appreciate it, man. You have a good night, man. Bless one, too. All right, y'all, too. All right, appreciate it. All right. Hey, All right, guys, that was Big Fruit coming through, dropping some knowledge on producers versus beat makers. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Let yes, me say this much real quick before we go into this next song. Um, I was on YouTube today, and uh, I called a young producer, and he broke down something that made a whole lot of sense. He said the difference between the producer versus the beat maker is like the difference between a father versus a daddy. Now, both of them can sit down and they can both make that child. They can do the the, the the bare things that you need to do to make the child. But raising that child, making sure that, that child goes to its full potential, is the difference between you being just a father and then being that child's daddy. That's the best way to explain it. That is the best mm-hmm. way to explain it. And it's just like Fruit was saying just a couple minutes ago. You know, a lot of guys... They'll go in the studio and just okay, we're gonna make beats all day, beats all day, beats all day, and not really have in mind who they're making these tracks for. Right. Right. So that that's something you gotta think. And one thing that really stuck out to me was when he said he researched the different artists that he's working with. That makes a whole lot of sense, guys. I'm just saying that's something that you need to think about. And if you're one of those guys that's just sitting there, I'm gonna make beats all day, beats all day, and then you're sending Gucci Man and Eminem the same track. You might want to rethink what you call yourself. If you want to call yourself a beat maker, that's fine. Own up to it. It is what it is. Yeah, so I agree. Let's go ahead and get into this, this second song. Uh, let's see. Let me go ahead and flip a coin since my song is done. Now we can uh, we can um, 
Just go ahead and we gonna we gonna play this cell therapy uh, for Allen. Go over here before you hit me up here eating and chill over here looking all like you want a meme mug. Look, man, you want something to stop me? You gotta sit on that plate. I'm just saying. Don't get saying. beat up, doc. Don't get Look, beat man, up. Y'all, 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 some haters, man. I, I just, I just realized that today. Yes, y'all I am. Yes, I am. I'm a hater. Yes, I am. I yes, I, I am. understand it, man. Done the cross, baby. What y'all hating on is the green chucks I got on today, too, though. How about this right here? Um, I'm not hating on them, but it's not St. Patrick's Day. Therapy. 
Yes, sir. I remember that when that record first came out, man. It was like it was something different. It the South. I mean, it's man, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Yeah. That was like a record that you know Master P was still hitting then, and man, it was a lot of stuff going on. But then when that record came out, you like man. And for those that don't know, that is organized noise, Rico Wade. And, and, uh, and, 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 don't forget, uh, Sleepy Brown, Sleepy, too, now. Yeah, I said Organized Sleepy Noise. Sleepy Brown wasn't just a hook, man. He did a lot I, of production I, I on I said that. Organized Noise and Rico Wade. I, I said the other two with Rico. <laughs> I, I, I hope you heard that. Just saying, I'm just so. saying oh, that a lot of times Rico gets just sole credit for a lot of things. So that's he need to. He's the engine of that way. All right, then. Go ahead and let everybody know what we're talking about there, player. This the same cat that says soul music is boring, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, guys, if you're just tuning in to the Middle Memphis and Talker Town with Nick Eaton, we are talking about producers versus beat makers. Are you a beat maker or are you a producer? Do you just sit at the house and just get on Fruity Loops all day, or do you actually research the artists that you like to work with? Do you actually construct songs? Are you in there with the artist and the songwriter and the vocal producer? Are you there for the completion of the song? Make the necessary changes to make the best sound? Or do you just send off the the, the MP3 and and just hope somebody makes a hit out of it? Hmm. You know, somebody actually uh, pointed this out to me a little bit earlier. Uh, one of the top producers, you know, like him or not, one of the top producers uh, of the 2000s was Scott Storch. You can't lie to the, the dude was on fire. He had leaned back. He had he just he had a multitude of hits, but um, they they um, said that his lowest selling single as far as produ- as far as being the producer was for um, Ja Rule's Clap Back. I don't know if you guys remember that record, but it was a record that Ja Rule came out right after the whole Fifty Cent Murder Inc. battle thing, and they said it was his lowest performing single. But an interesting fact about that was Originally when Scott did the beat All he did was he sent the MP3 over to Ja Rule So he could reference it And then he was going to come to New York So they could actually work on the record And get it really going Uh He was like the day That he was waiting to get the confirmation on his ticket He heard the song on the radio He just took the MP3 version of it Mixed it down Mastered it and shot it out the radio so they wanted to get the record out there so quick. And ironically, that was his lowest performing single as a producer. And it's funny because it's just, you think he's got all these, ma- these massive hits. And it actually was a decent song. But that was a beat maker example. So that's something to think about. Just a little something to think about. Kev, I, I see you got some, some papers over there. What, what, what's, what's... Man, we got the top ten Audio production software for 2011. Some of them I'm very familiar with. One of them I ain't never heard of. Well, two of them I ain't never heard of. The number one audio production is programs people use to make tracks with. For those that don't know what tracks is, these are what I mean. We consider a lot of beat makers making tracks. Nothing wrong with that, you know. But sometimes you can advance beyond that right there. But the top ten. Number one is Appleton Live. Number two is Reason. I like that one. Number three is Core. 
Number four, and this is shocking, Fruity Loops. Everybody named Mama used Fruity Loops. Yep. Number five, shocking also, Pro Tools Empowered. Even though a lot of people use that for recording audio, it has a production engine in there. Number six, Sonar. Number seven, Apple Logic Express. Now, if you ain't got a Mac, you don't know what the hell that is. But you need to get on it at least once. And like you're right now. Pretty dope. Number eight, Asset Music Studio. That one right there has been around forever. It's made by the same company that made Cakewalk back in the day. Yep. Number nine, this is one of the ones I ain't never heard of. In Tracks. Yeah, never heard of, heard of that. Never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Number ten, Sample Tool Music Studio. That's the other one. I think that one is like one of those pretty low budget ones you can get for like nine ninety nine. But around, uh, yeah. Nowadays in the age of the internet, you can get almost all that for nothing. I'm just saying. We're not going to say that. We're not promoting that. Try it that. before you buy it. <laughs> That's what we'll say. Try it before you buy it. Right. Now, let me say let me say this about Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops gets a real bad rap. It really does. But Fruity Loops, just like any other program, if you can master the program, you can do things in there that no one else can do. One producer that people might not realize uses Fruity Loops heavily is Ninth Wonder. Yeah. But one thing I can say about those guys, and we're going to get into this real shortly, too, about who do we consider a producer or a beat maker in our own opinions. Um, it takes a lot of knowledge to understand records, where to break them, and how to sample them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an art in itself. So a lot of people try to disregard that. But definitely, if he can sit up there and use that and put the records he put together, it's pretty good. I know someone else that used it, but I ain't going to say their name. That's pretty hot right now. They're very hot. Yeah, I can I can think of a producer, a very uh, prominent producer, that uses GarageBand. Who is that? I ain't going to say his name. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty cool. But you know what I'm saying, man? What the purpose you know, of y'all uh, saying that if y'all ain't going to release the information? I mean, man, hey, they don't want everybody don't want you to know the tools of their trade, man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of people on this phone may not know, and I really don't put it out there. I don't consider myself a producer or beat maker. I'm a hobbyist when it comes to making music. I'm a hobbyist. There was a time that I did try to pursue it, but right now, at this point in my life, I'm a hobbyist. I like, I just like to do things. Huh? I'm just going to put it out there. Kevin needs to get back into it. It is what it is. I mean, hey man, I appreciate it. I thank you for that. I'm not as good as our man Big Fruit, but you know, I try. I say this much: one person that um, that 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 we all know is a very prominent producer, Jermaine Dupri. He still uses the MPC, and he still he still uses the floppy disk. Oh he yeah, still uses the floppy disk. And I mean, hey, I always say, look, whatever works for you, works for you. You know, it, no one can tell you, oh, this is the industry. Let me tell you something right now. This, let me just tell a, a, a rumor that, that we tend to say a lot. This whole thing about something being industry standard, no such thing. Whatever works for you, whatever gets it out, whatever makes the best song, that's what your standard is. Don't let anybody tell you what industry standard is. We've got another caller here, don't we? the board. Uh, guys. 
Yeah, we're here. Am well, I on the line? Oh, okay. I have a list of the uh, the top 50 producers. I'm not going to list all of them. I'm just going to name a few of them off the list and where they are on the top 50 list. And this is uh, according to about.com hip-hop and rap section. Um, number one on the list is DJ Premier. Now, following right up behind him at number two is Dr. Dre. Now, can, can we do this too? Can we give our opinion if they're beat makers or producers? Yeah, you want to do that? Let's, yeah, let, let's ahead. do that. Let's do that right there. Okay. Go to the who the first one? Number one, number one DJ Premier. I'm gonna I'm hurt a lot of people when I say this. Premier, he's a borderline beat maker. Even though Premier has put out some of the most classic records in hip hop, as far as production yeah. wise, he's borderline. All right, what about Dre? Dre? How y'all feel about Dre? Dre's another boy. You know he's my favorite of all times. But Dre started off as a beat maker, somewhat producer, but he grown into a producer because he did have people that came in and played, you know, like we was asking uh, Big Fruit about. You know, he brought in the right people around him to to help bring his expressions to life. Yeah. Let me say this though, Kev. I don't necessarily think that there's anything wrong with that because it's just like Fruit was saying. Like for me, everything that I know how to play, I I learned on my own. I right. learned how to play the keys on my own. I learned how to play the drums and the guitar on my own. Right. But I'm not the best at it. I know enough of it to play my songs. Yeah, me too. You know, so if I want the absolute, like at the end of the day, I think a lot of times. A lot of producers and, and even a lot of beat makers, they'll let their ego get the best of them on the record. My thing about it is, if you want the absolute best sound for your record, then you need to find somebody that can help you give the absolute best sound. Now, on that, I will say this. You need to give them their due credit. True. If they have helped you with this, then you need to give them their due credit. One person that people don't give a lot of credit for, and, and yes, he's taking credit for a lot of things that he hasn't done, but a lot of people don't give Puffy credit. He, oh, Puffy is, Puffy he, he may not have touched the board, but he may have had something in his head. And once he gets it out of his head, I mean, it's the thing. He's still creating. I, 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 I can't agree with that because I know the 10-man production team he has, just like the, Jermaine Dupree had the production team. But look, um, Puffy is on, actually on the list at number 11. Puffy okay. and the Hitman. Yeah, the Hitman. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the thing about it, man... If you get on the record, you get on the record and you just get in there and you go add a treble or you just get in there and add a little sound like a eh eh because I know Timbaland on there somewhere. But if you just add that, does that truly make you a real producer of that record? Well, it depends. Did you add the thing that makes everybody remember that record? Prime example, the All About the Benjamins record. Matter of fact, your favorite producer, Dr. Dre said that's the one record that he didn't produce that he wished he did. <laughs> that one that that was the one part that Puffy had, but that's the part that everybody knows. That's yeah, I the know. part that everybody loves yeah, from that, that record. That, that I mean, true. That D-Dot, true. but D Dot put it down on that though. Yeah, D Dot did put it down on that, but th- the point is, you know, was that the part that made it jump? Yeah. Mm. Think about it. If you listen to the let's break right, right. down Timbal. You're right. Timbal is a great producer, phenomenal producer. Can't take that away from him. Timberland has been very smart. If there is nothing else, there's a, there's one maybe one small, tiny, insignificant, constant thing in all of his tracks that makes you remember. 
Prime example with Aaliyah. You always gonna remember if you don't remember anything else about that song, you remember that baby crying. Yep. <laughs> you know that it's things like that that, in my opinion, that that's the mark of a good producer. Yeah. To where you can take something. Sometimes simplicity is all it takes. It may be that one or two things that makes that track just jump, that give it life. Because we've heard some tracks with a whole lot of elements to them, but the track doesn't have any life. Right. Or you heard something very stripped down, like Pharrell with the uh, with the clips for grinding. One of the most stripped down tracks in hip hop. Yeah. Now what about Swiss Beat? He's number eighteen on the list. No. If you get sued uh, by Casio T Boy for jacking the whole track, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna give look look look. look, look. I'm gonna say this much. The reason I say Swiss is a is a is a is a producer. No. Is because after the fact, after the song is done, he goes back and he asks his thing. Like one thing that is signature for him is those ad libs. He is a DJ that know how to put together little chop ass beats. Swiss cheese that, is not a producer. But but I I, I, I will say this much though, Kev. He adds elements to the track that give them life. Man, you can get a kid to get on the track and fart, and that's bringing elements, too. He ain't that. Not true, because we know a whole bunch right. of boo-boo tracks in the streets. Okay. I'm just saying. That's cool. Matter of fact, man, we got another guest on the line, man, that I want to bring in, man. He produced one of our good friends' uh, record that's out there. It's number one single. Well, I ain't going to say number one, but his top single right now is moving in the streets, on the blogs, on the Internet, and everything like this. This is our man, Heartbeat. What's going on, man? What's going on? Oh man, you got it, man. I know you hear us in here cutting up, man, about oh, yeah, who's yeah, a yeah. and who's a not who's not a producer, and we know that you are a producer. Matter of fact, introduce yourself to everybody and let them know what you've done. Oh man, uh Heartbeats, man, you ain't got a heartbeat, you ain't breathing. Right now I'm working with uh I'm doing some stuff on Rocco new album. Um working with Young Money right now, just did some stuff with Lil Chucky. Uh, I'm good friends with Mac Main, so, you know, doing a lot of stuff with him. Uh, mm-hmm. I did that True Story for PMC, uh, Get Money for Your Guy in 17 with UGK, a lot of different stuff, man. Most definitely. I know you're working. I know you're working. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light, strike a match. Oh, yeah, strike yeah. a match. I did that, uh, I did that, y'all better not fighting this bitch. I don't know if y'all ever heard that yeah. in the club. I did that shit, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick, this is the guy that did Dove's record. Huh? I know. Hey, like you know. <laughs> I know who <laughs> is. Come on now. Now, thus far, man, you heard us talk about some of the equipment uh, that people yeah. did, I mean, use, and uh, you heard us talk about some of the producers out there that we feel that are not producers. Um, yeah. What do you think about, like, somebody, let's get with the equipment. Let's go with the equipment first. first. Do, you, do you like to use hard... Um, equipment opposed to software, or do you like to have well, a mixture of both? I'm gonna tell you how. Uh, I, I grew up on, under KLC, man. KLC was a good friend of mine, and, and he uh, he he really taught me a lot of the, a lot of the stuff I know. You know what I'm saying? That's why if, if you know KLC, you know with the whole beats by the pound, you know right. that was all. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so so when I was coming up, learning learning how to make beats. 
I'm spending the night by his house and seeing what he's doing, you know. So uh, he used all hardware. He didn't use all the, you know, saying the software and stuff like that. But however, so so right now I use keyboards and you know stuff like that. But I feel like if you can get if you can get that sound you want to off of any program or any keyboard, man, right. that, that, that's what you need to use, man. Whatever gets the job done. You know, I got I got reasons. You know what I'm saying? I got stuff right. like that, but. You know, I, I use some of everything. A friend of ours, man, he got an emu keyboard that came out in 1983. It was one of oh, the yeah. first samplers that really had the longevity of time. And sample, you remember the MP, not the MP, yeah. but uh, the SP 1200. If you're really familiar with that one, you know they only came out yeah. with eight seconds worth of uh, sampling time. But he got this emu, man. He was telling us that back in the day, man, this keyboard cost like thirty thousand dollars. Hey. And he bought it for eight hundred dollars, <laughs> but it's a vintage piece. And I know a lot of guys out there, like you said, whatever you're using, if you can get the sound you need out of it, then therefore, you know, it, it's going to be that sound. Because we know that Timberland. Well, I don't know if everybody know, but Timberland gets his own him and um, Teddy Riley. Those guys mm-hmm. have keyboards specifically made for them by their particular company, which is Yamaha. And uh, Tim mm-hmm. had uh, what's the name of that company? That Tim Tim had one specifically made for him. The uh, Nico Borg, I the believe. Nico, the Nico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now I mean, uh, he, he, like? he, he, he was that Phantom too. I, I know I know Tim used that Phantom a lot too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so what he made that brush his shoulders off be with. Showing up big, you can tell the sounds. What do you mm-hmm. think? What, what is what is one of your favorite piece of instruments hardware for far as equipment? Man, any any motif, man. man oh, look it, 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 the, the sound to come out the motif is so so real, man. Yeah. It's like I, I had I had the tritons. I had two tritons, and the sounds are kind of flat. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. I kind of outgrew that. Uh, the the uh the sound cool. I had one of them, but I got rid of both of them, man. I just keep upgrading my my motif, man. If I'm gonna use the keyboard, there ain't no sense to have it. Eight nine keyboards, you know what I'm saying? You don't get, you ain't got to, you ain't got to really do that no more because you can have one and you can get the you can get the software for the rest of them, you know what I'm saying? Right, man. But, you uh, know like, what? What do you think about the Nico, man? And for those that just tuning in, man, we are talking about producers versus beat makers. This is Nick Eaton talking to town. We got our man Heartbeats on the phone with us right now, super producer, done a lot of work, put in a lot of work. But um, what do you think about the Nico keyboard? I think the, the Nico cool. Um, I think that if, if you don't really know what you're doing, <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't think you need to go get that keyboard, though, man. If you don't, if you don't really know what you're doing, but see, it, it's all you know. You can have all the sounds in front of your face, but if you don't have the creativity to put it together, you know, right? It's just it's right. Just gonna collect dust, you know. Like choking on a plate of food. Yeah, I worked one with, the, with the Nico one time, one time, but I ain't really got into it too much, you know. Now, we're going to ask you the same question we asked our man, Big Fruit. Dead or Alive, who is one collaboration you would love to work with in the studio? Ross. Ross. Rick Ross, man. That's that, that's that boy there. You like Ross? Oh, yeah. And me and Al was talking about this earlier, man. I, I will... I will just say this humbly, and I mean, I truly believe this. The Justice League and Cool and Dre are killing the game right now. 
Yep. Oh yeah, they they got a nice sound. Man. Justice League yep. is like, man, that is. I mean, they bring in music back to hip hop, rap, whatever you want to yeah. call. They yeah. They they bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say that for anybody else out there. If you know a producer that is doing better than that, please let me know. Creek 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 got a nice sound to him. Yeah, too, man. yeah, yeah. You know that. Creek got a nice that. sound to him. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that takes away from Crit, and there's nothing taken away from Crit, is the fact that he does, he's a, you know, double head monster. He got to write them rhymes right. and produce the tracks. With Cool right, and Dre, right. Dre always trying to rap every once in a while, but with the Just Sleep, none of them rap. They just focus on mm-hmm. what? Tracks, music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got, a, they got a nice sound too, man. So what do you what do you got going on, man? Let everybody know what what some of the things you got coming up, man. If they can reach out to you, uh, contact information or anything of that nature. Oh yeah, all uh, right now, just uh, I I got the Joker, the Joker uh, mixtape coming out on Halloween. Mm-hmm. I just did a couple of tracks on there. Um, School out of out of Atlanta. That's that's Rocco artist. I just did one on his. Uh. Just a couple, couple of different things. Uh, Timberland, Timberland just signed a new artist named Nati, and right now me and Timberland co-producing her, her project. Mm-hmm. We're the only, only two producers on there as of right now I, that I know of. Um, right. So you, you working with Tim? How, how is that working with Tim, man? Is he? Is he, he still I, got the energy? Honestly, I ain't never met Tim, man. Oh, yeah. I ain't never met Tim. I, I know the I know the girl that signed with him. Mm-hmm. I've been doing some I've been doing music with her for a while now, and uh, and she 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 ended up getting a little deal from. And she was actually negotiating between uh, Jay Z and Timberland. She ended up going with Timberland. But uh, she told she told him really the only other producer she want to work with is me, and I think one one more cat. So, so I'm you know, right. fortunate fortunate to be on that joint. Uh. What else I got going on? Um, I got this network grind tour that, that they doing. Uh, they just did the first one in Richmond, mm-hmm. Virginia. It, it turned out nice. It's a it's a showcase. They got me judging. Uh, well, all, you know all the un, all the independent artists and stuff in the area. Right. And then the the winner of that they got all kind of shit. You gotta go to my Facebook page, man. Heartbeats E N T. To uh, to check out the fly shit, man. But the winner gets all kind of shit, man. Mm. Uh, other than that, man, just kind of working on my own thing. Probably about to move to Atlanta, man. I got a lot of different situations out there going on. So I think that's probably the best place for me, man. So I'm looking for a little spot out there. Man, when you get out here, make sure you holler us, man. We out here, oh, we yeah. working, we love networking, and we definitely trying to grind and and keep you know yeah, keep the momentum I'll going. I'll be out there every, every week. You know what I'm saying? I um. I've been doing stuff for for Shorty Low and Gerard, and you know they just got the, the deal with G Unit. So I've been mm-hmm. uh, they they got me in uh, uh, doing some in house production for them. Now I just hooked up with Flocker, doing stuff with Flocker. Uh, so you know I, I be back and forth out there really, at least two or three times a month, man. That's where the money at out there. Cool, cool, man. We appreciate you for taking the time, man, to get with us, man. We reached out to you. You came on through, man. We appreciate. If you ever need to stop through, just like everybody else, we send that invitation out to. Man, if you got anything you're working right. on, holler at us, man. We here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. All good. Look, man, y'all follow me on Twitter. I just got on this Twitter shit, man. Trying to try to get my followers up, man. They they, they they went on here and convinced me to get on them, man. It's uh, Heartbeats with a Z at the end and E-N-T after that. Heartbeats, E-N-T. 
Hey, tell your people they can go download this show if they want to hear you, Fruit, or anything else we said tonight. They can go back and listen to this whole show again. Go to our website on our Facebook page, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the middleman. Download it. If you let me let me know um who who you is once you follow me and I I'll follow you back and give you my contact. Uh I DM you my contact. Okay, definitely. Uh, I got Already, you. man. Appreciate right. y'all, appreciate man. You, man. Let me get back to the studio. Okay. Hey guys, we do have a caller um, on the line. Do y'all want to bring him in? Oh yeah, I, I think there's somebody we know. I don't know. Caller three three four. Yo, what's up, man? It's your boy Five. I thought it was. actually, I'm actually not alone today. I got my homeboy. Iceberg on the line, man. You know, and together, you know, we form like both trying to make ourselves the concepts. You know what I'm saying? What's up? What's up? The concepts? Well, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. And congratulations to the concepts. Go ahead and shutting down the uh, high standard uh, producer showcase. Oh, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It was pretty good out there, man. It's pretty good. Yeah, I heard about that, man. Uh, Nick was telling us, man, you placed very damn good. Yeah. Um, you know, we was out there working. I mean, we was out there networking with people, man. We we met with, like, Ill Mind. Uh, I got to meet Knife Wonder. Uh, a lot of cats is big in hip-hop, man. Um, big on the real hip-hop end of, of things. Uh, Joe Scott. Malice from the Clips. Malice from the Clips was out there. Yeah, I mean, he, he was he was man. critiquing our stuff, man. It was, it was, it was crazy out there. Hey, man, for everybody that don't know you, let them know who you are. Man, my name is Felt Five, and my homeboy Iceberg is on the line. We the Concepts. You can reach us on Twitter. Um, Twitter is at Official Concepts. You know what I'm saying? That's K-A-N-S-E-P-S, Official Concepts. And, uh, you know, I've been I've been calling into this show a minute, man. Um you know, the mixtape still on Bandcamp, cell5.bandcamp.com. The Channel 5 mixtape is still up there. You can still get it for free. Iceberg, you want to say something? Iceberg, you want to say something, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of the show, uh, my boy Nick. Keep doing your thing. Oh, yeah. And, and and if you don't, if you guys don't know the concepts, they are working on my new album, by the way. Okay. Uh, they got they got a nice little resume to them. I'm, I'm just saying, a lot of people don't know. Uh, Big Pool, little brother, you can catch Phil Five of the concepts on uh, his song. What was it? What was uh, the song? It's called it's called much it's called much more than me. Much, much more. more than me. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can um you can find it. I think it's on uh, two doughboys dot net. Um, I think it's on. Google. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's on. It's on another website too. I cannot remember what it is right now. I think it's on Amazon too. So it's called the song is called Much More Than Me. It's rapper Big Pool featuring Felt Five. I'm doing my little singing thing on there, so you know, it's good. Now, There's another producer that sings. Uh, we getting, we're gonna get ready to wrap up in just a little bit, but I want to get you guys' perspective on something from um, being a producer versus a beat maker. What do you think is the main difference between the two? Because we've actually been going through our list, and we're going to get a couple more of those names on the list before we get off of What do you think is the main difference between the two? All right, so I'm going to let you take this one. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Um, yeah. 
Alright, a beat maker simply just makes the beat. A producer follows the song from beginning to end. Anybody can go and get a Fruity Loops program and say, hey, shot, I made big, no, I'm out. I mean, you got millions of people to do that, but someone who can take nothing and to make it into something huge, creative, and beautiful, that that's what being a producer is. Okay. That's right. There it is. That's right. All right. We're going to go ahead and get back into this list. We appreciate you coming through, showing us love as always. You guys look out for the contest. they got a lot more coming up, Uh, a lot of projects they're working on right now. So uh, just keep it up. Appreciate you, Mike. Yes, sir. All right. What you got there, Al? Let's see. Uh, Let's talk about Kanye West. He's number 16 on the list. Producer. Mm. Lazy-ass producer now, but producer. Producer? Why would you say lazy, though? He lazy now, man. He ain't even putting the heart into it that he used to when he first came out. After you get a certain amount of money, you get lazy. (laughs) Okay. Oh, right. Uh, What about... um, Number 24, Eric Sermon. Producer. Producer. All day. If you can sit up there and put Just Like Music, which is going to be playing for the next 50 years for Marvin Gaye and sample and chop yep. up them words and make it sound like that, you're a producer. Man, he yep. is a, that's, that's a true producer right there. Yes, sir. Every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think one element that also makes a producer is, too, is being able to jump from genre to genre. Um, you have some guys that only stuck in rap and they get stuck in rap. But then you have some that are capable of going to pop, uh, country, I mean, yeah, country, um, rock or whatever the, whatever the case may be, even jazz. But you got yeah. some guys that box themselves in and the only thing they can do is hip-hop or a certain style of R&B. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. what about, um, since you're saying that, what about... Jazzy Faye. He's number 37. Definitely a producer. Lineage. Yeah. Producer. Definitely. You got to think, Jazzy Faye has, he comes from a blues and southern soul background. A lot of people yeah, don't realize that his father um, is um, was one of the original members of the Barclays. Mm-hmm. Like, he comes from that, he comes from that. If you listen to his production, he puts in all those elements. He puts in elements of gospel, blues, country, yeah. hip-hop. Yeah. Everything in there Like he's a producer yeah. Through and through And he knows how to Once The song is completed From the artist standpoint Go in and add Those little extras That may help And that's become His signature Right he, He's definitely okay. A producer What about um, Warren G He's number 44 What Okay wait a minute um, Is this just a list Of hip hop producers Or is this producers In general this is hip hop producers. Top fifty. Top fifty. Warren G would not have put him on the list. Sorry. He's number forty four. Well, I'm gonna tell you like this. A lot of those records that you heard from Dre early, when Dre got super lazy and it was Daz and and, and, and Warren. I, 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 and I, I understand that, but I would not have that put him on the list. I'm sorry. We can talk about early records. We can talk about early records all we want. But where's the consistency? Where is it now? Mm-hmm. There's got to be a level of consistency in there. I'm sorry. 
to, well, to, to be put on the list of top 50? I mean, come on now. Yeah, he's on there. But he got records. I can't say that. I was going to say he got some records that uh, regulators, that's about the only one that everybody still listens to. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, what about, um, well, everybody know about What him. about Lil John? He's, he's 30 on the list. Beat Maker. Beat Maker. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dog. I don't know. One dimensional producer, but I would still give him producer. He's definitely one dimensional, but I would still give him producer. You still give him that? Like he knows how to make a test. Like you got to think. Don't just think about Lil John, Crunk Lil John. We also got to think about Lil John, the A and R for So So Death, who was doing all the So So Death based all stars. You can't you can't dispute that. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't leave that out. So I would definitely give him one dimensional. Like it seems like he sits in the middle of the club and makes all his beats. But I will give him producer. All right. Another guy from the West Coast, DJ Poop. No, you're going wrong. You need to go to DJ uh, uh, Quick. Quick. Quick is the only one you can mention uh, with a DJ in front of it. Poop did a lot of good re- <laughs> Poop did records that we may know about, like with Cube and a couple of other yeah. guys. Um, he's not a battle cat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's not uh, 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 uh He's on there, though. Who, battle cat ain't on there? No, uh, 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 he, he's not, he's not on there, but you know, quick, quick ain't number thirty five. Quick, yeah, ain't on yeah, quick, yeah, quick number twenty two. Okay, I about to say, and also, quick gotta uh, be a little higher though. I'm sorry, yeah, quick uh, number yeah. twenty two, man. Easy and more, right before quick, right before quick at number twenty one is Prince Paul. Prince Paul, mm. Prince Paul, yeah, back in the day he had a lot of records. He he actually produced a lot of records. It was early in the day of production. But uh, mm-hmm. now I don't know. I don't yeah, I'll get um, his discography would fit that fit that that ranking though. If you know about okay. Prince. Yeah. Now we got you know of course at number thirty three we got Manny Fresh we got um, DJ Jazzy Jeff at forty two, uh, eighty eight Keys at fifty. You got Grandmaster Flash at forty eight, um, African Bombada at forty six. Um, y'all gonna, y'all not gonna like me for this. I'm sorry. Y'all really not gonna like me for this. What's about I, will, I I give Manny Fresh beat maker. I'm wow. sorry. Jazzy Jeff, producer, hands down. He's a producer's producer. You said Manny but Fresh is beat maker. Manny Fresh, I'm sorry, I gotta give him beat maker. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Not taking away from anything that he's done. He's a highly successful beat maker, but beat maker he is. Wow, I mean, Manny, Manny, Manny can play instruments though. Yes, he can, uh, Nick. That's fine. That, that's fine. Manny, but the Manny only, can play you know, the only the only album, and, and go back and look at his entire discography and, and just and, and and his evolution as a producer or beat maker or whatever you want to call it. There's only one album where he really spread his wings and became a producer on that album. Everything else was just beat making, and that was Tina Marie's album, her first album when she signed the Cash Money. A lot of people do not realize that Manny Fresh produced that album. That was the first and only album where he spread his wings like that. Cash Money didn't start getting that diversity in their in in, in their overall scheme until they signed Jazzy Faye as the producer over there. And they obviously did it for a reason. Let's just be honest. Well, I'm sorry. Love no, me. Never take anything away from what he did. It, it, but it, I, it, it, 
No, no, man. There's a lot of people that may disagree with that right there. I, I don't know. Um, but, man, we've had the opportunity to talk to our man Big Fruit tonight, Heartbeats, our man Felt Five. Uh, we got another person that called in, man. We I just reached out to him, man. He came and went ahead and called in, man. Um, this is our man John Quest, man. John Quest. What's, good? what's going on, what's, baby? Man, nothing. What's, what's up, good man? with y'all? Nothing. Yeah. See, y'all having a heated, heated discussion over here. Yeah. My man is fresh. <laughs> you see that, don't you? What, what do you think? Yeah, about man. It? What, what is fresh? A beat maker or a producer to you? Um, to be honest, man, over the years, now I grew up listening to Man and Fresh. That's a hard call. I can probably say, in my opinion, in his early days, at the beginning of Cash Money, I would, I would list him as a producer just because, yes, he did incorporate a lot more sounds. I think he, he had more passion because he was humble. But then as, they, as Cash Money got bigger, signed Universal, and then the star power came out, I think he became more of a beat maker. He started being that, that go-to hit producer, and everything started to get watered down. Like, you knew Manny Fraser's sound or whatnot every time he did a single. I think it was a little bit different if you compare him to, like, a Timberland or a Swiss Beats. Yeah, they have a distinct sound as well, but they reinvented the wheel every time they came out with a new hit. But then, like, like for instance, when Manny Fraser worked with T.I., Oh my God! I I started to feel like every every hit he did with T.I. was almost the same. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> had that same feel to it. Had yeah. the exact same feel. Or mm-hmm. whatnot. And then I started to be like, okay, what happened to the man in first that I grew to love, the the one that made me want to be a producer. Yeah. I li- I really like Beat by the Pound, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. them boy KLC. <laughs> yeah. On them boys. Yeah, Moby Dick. Oh yeah, them um um remember uh, T Mix with uh, MJG and Eight Ball. MJG oh, yeah. was actually a dope producer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Michael Watts. Don't 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 yeah. tell don't take anything with um, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Right there. <laughs> no sir, no sir. There no, you sir. go. I'm just gonna keep it real. No sir. <laughs> no. Damn. Shot down, baby. But um, Quest, man, let everybody that, that may not know who you are, man, let them know some of the things you've done and who you are, man, so we can introduce the world to you. Man, I'm just a just a humble cat out of Meridian, Mississippi. Um, up and coming producer. Started making beats roughly around 2003, around the time. Um, actually, it was around the time Big Creek started um, working on beats. Shout out to Big Creek because I had the I had the privilege. Of knowing him coming up, we were both in the band together and stuff, and we actually started making beats together around the same time. And um, he pretty much took me under his wing like a mentor to me, and um, I just grew from that. Did a work, I did works for a few people. Um, in my opinion, the 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 next the, the to blow I should say, uh, worked with Tobias Tate. Um, did a track for Fiend recently. Um, who else? Uh, um, Scotty out of ATL, uh, mm-hmm. KD, Mo D. Um, what else? Who else have I worked with? Pretty much a bunch of unsigned artists that right. making a lot of making a lot of pool. Like labels are called and want to get to know them. Oh um, yeah, man. Especially tweet man. Well, Tobias. Yeah, boy, right. I was about to say. I've known I've known Tobias for years when he was Country Boy Tweet. Yes, sir. Yep. Right. Yes, sir. Tweet. I did the Rain Night in Georgia track for him or whatnot. Um, I worked with Joe D. Okay. 
um, for that, no that track that got called called Natural. I do, I produced that track. Yeah, that's, um, dope. that's dope. What else? Just been grinding, man. Just trying to get my name out there. That's about it. I know for a fact, man. If, if you just keep doing what you're doing, man, people can't do nothing mm-hmm. but recognize you. Keep putting that, keep putting right. that solid sound that you're putting out, man. People can't do nothing but recognize that. Um, I'm gonna ask you one of the same questions that I asked everybody else tonight, mm-hmm. dead or alive. Mm-hmm. Who would you love to have in the studio working with you? Hmm. Mm. The dream collaboration. My dream collaboration. He's still living. I'm still gonna have to say Knife Wonder, hands down. Oh, yeah. That's my that's my dream collab as a producer. And if I had to pick an artist, mm-hmm. if I had to pick an artist, it had to be big. It had to be big. Really? If I had Knife Wonder, yeah. Knife Wonder uh, studio and B.I.G. Well, we got a Tupac and we got a big tonight. So shut up, uh, Nick. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it, it ain't nothing against Tupac. I know, I, I know, Tupac I know. Well. But uh, yeah, I'm more of an East Coast person. Just like mm-hmm. uh, I heard a lot of Tupac tracks before he moved to the West Coast or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I just I'm just a big big fan. Kind of wish Def Jam would have would have had a, a better reign on him and pushed more albums out of him. But to each his own. Yeah, most definitely, man. Now, quickly, one thing I ask all the other guys to: hardware or software? What do you prefer? Whew. Both. Both. That's what Both. I'm talking about. You um, got to work with what you got to work with. Yeah, you got to. I feel like this. If you're making a track, whether you're a producer, an engineer, uh, if you're an artist, you're going to have to touch both of them if you want mm-hmm. that quality sound. Um, digital just can't do it all. Right. Software cannot do it all. It cannot replicate. Then they do have, you know, some stuff that can replicate that, that, yeah, that natural analog is. file. Yeah, that warm yeah, but, but I mean, with that, you gotta come with the, you gotta come with the computer too, or whatnot. Um, you know, it's a lot of people out there using Windows. I don't take anything from Windows, but I kind of need that power. If I need that replication, I would rather have that Mac. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I would have to say both. And I think just because I've had the privilege of working with both, mm-hmm. yeah, I would have to say both. Just now, like, do you have um, anything you're about to drop recently or any projects in particular we need to let it make sure everybody pay attention to? I'm actually working on my own project. It's just a production project. Um, with a bunch of... That is nice. Don't think I ain't pay attention to that. <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm um, working on my own project. And DJ Breckenmark going to host it. Oh, and okay. I, and, and just gonna get everybody I can think of. Uh, I, got, I know KD and Mo. D, I have a track I did with KD and uh, artist named Mo D. Uh, it's a feat, track that they did together. I know will be on it, and it's a pretty dope track. Um, who is gonna? Of course, um, Tobias Hayes is gonna be on that uh, on that track. I just locked Scotty in to do a couple tracks on there. Um, we can't get uh, too easy on the track, Mr. Allen himself. What's that? Hey, hey, I'm just saying. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm just saying, man. He on the phone. And we've already hollered at a uh, <laughs> question about a uh, track we were supposed to be getting from him anyway. Me and my, me and my guy Ben. So we, you know, we hollered at him about one track. Man. I don't know what happened to that, but uh, Hell, I think it's it that international house. <laughs> yeah, it's that international house. Yeah, we need. Matter, that, fact, matter of fact, <laughs> hit me up. So I, I just send it to you. I ain't talked to okay. Ben so long. I don't know where that boy been hiding it. Man, Joe gets good as mine, but uh, 
I got your number, man. I'm definitely going to hit you up. Okay, then. Man, man Quest, man, we appreciate you, man. We appreciate, you know what I'm saying, the time you took out, man. If you want to tell your people to go back and listen to the show, man, they can go ahead and go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash yep. middleman to download this whole record right here. And, uh, and give out your uh, give out your Twitter name and you know yeah. any other contacts you want them to have. Man, everything is I am John Quest. That's where you can find me at. Facebook me at I am John Quest. Twitter me at, at I am John Quest. Uh, website is I am John Quest dot com. Best way to reach me. And that's Quest with the Q people. The Q W. Yeah, Q W. Yeah, Q W. Had to be different. <laughs> Q W. <laughs> Most definitely, man. Thank you once again, man. Hey, we here every Thursday. Nick Eaton Talk of the Town, 8 p.m. That's uh, Eastern, 7 p.m. Um, Central. Bet. I'm going to have to start calling in. Thanks man, for we having appreciate me. you. No problem. All right. All right. Nick. Together. Now we can get to my record, finally. What the hell? Thank you. I'll come back. God bless. Good night. No, I'm playing. Oh, you <laughs> sucker. This is That's my record. Man. By I think at his, I wouldn't say at his peak, but I think this is when he was as creative as he possibly could be. And uh, this is my favorite guy right here. I, I like the fact that he's smart enough to use the music and the people around him to bring out the best in their talent, to get the best product that he can get out of them. This is Dr. Dre. This is my theme song. Been there. Don't expect for no man to support you Keep it true Cause most niggas don't 
toes, just off of the pesos. My woman's independent, making dope out the case loads. I'ma keep building, make a killing. Get back, relax, and grow old with my millions. That's where it's at. You got drama, I got the gas, but we both black. So I don't wanna lay you flat. Instead, look at paper, wallets, paper to get. Private jet, 600 coops that I run best. I'm living on another level that y'all ain't been yet. Spend a meal, no sweat, water the lawn with no wet. Just trying to get it. Most definitely. Well, what's going on with you, man? Let everybody know who you are, man. Man, I'm two G's. I'm actually from Starkville, Mississippi, but I reside. I'm in Tupelo, Mississippi, at the moment, right now. Mhm. Okay. And right. what what's some of the things that you've done? And you know, even I don't care if it's whoever you work with. Well, who's some of the people you work with? Uh, work with Blood Raw, Jody Breeze, mm-hmm. Shawty Low, Trillian T. My frat brother, Big Business. I work with Al, Infrared, Lex Brown, uh, Box, Gettysburg, Crucial, Lil' Chris out of Houston, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lex Brown, Infrared, Fame. Lex, Lex. Is that the Lex in Florida? Yeah, he used to be in Florida. He's in Atlanta now. Oh, he in Atlanta. Okay, yeah. Les used to be working pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. grinding pretty actually, damn we, hard. Yeah, actually, damn, we, he, he he about to he about to drop another he about to drop a mixtape probably in a couple more months. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we was over at the magazine and all the New Power magazine. We used to reach out to him all the time. That boy's a worker. Oh yeah, yeah he a grinder. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you some of the questions I asked the other guys, man, because we're gonna go ahead and shut everything down. But um, you already know the question's coming. And you probably got your answer all ready to give her. Dream <laughs> collaboration, dead or alive? Who is it? Collaboration, dead or alive? I got to go alive. with the homie Tilt, man. D.I. Clifford? Yeah. I got to go with Clifford Harris. 
Yes, sir. They'll <laughs> be going in. Yeah, it is. I don't get enough calling that man government out there, which everybody know now anyway. But you know. see, hell, he the one put it on the movie. <laughs> see, I hell, clear. he the one trying with the government <laughs> for the government to be out there. Don't say it. Shoot, he been in jail. I think everybody knows his social security numbers. <laughs> where he born at? Where he went to high school? Everything. Hell, hell no. Just saying, son. Hell no. Oh yeah. Now, and as far as uh, production, man, um, do you prefer hardware, software? What, what, what's your preference? Um, I actually use both because I'm a musician first, and I'm okay. I'll, I'll be a producer second because uh, I was brought up in the church, and and I come from a quartet background, so therefore, um, my father used to play the bass guitar, so I can play the bass, the drums, also the piano now. So okay. I, I I like the hardware because I like to feel it itself, and sometimes the the software. Kind of get that computer computer sounds, but you yeah, know, get so much to get what you want. Yeah, yeah so uh, I kind of use both because the way the technology is, software really kind of taking over to me, mm-hmm. and it's much easier to track out and all that. You know, the rewire and Pro Tools and all that, yada yada yada. So I, I, I use I use I use both. Uh-huh. I use, uh huh. I use yeah I use both though. Now, as far as like people going to be able to check out some of your music and, and so, hear some of your production, what what can they go about doing that? And what's a good contact for you? Uh, actually, my website is is on the way. Um, I got my homie JD. Also did some work with him, Joe Dent from Columbus, Mississippi. He's mm-hmm. now in Atlanta too, so uh, he's working on my website at the moment. So hopefully by the end of November, it'll be up and running. November. Okay. November. Well, do you have the, uh, you got the. Uh, the site link yet? I know you got up to for construction or something. I say it again. I said, do you have the site link yet, or is it still up under construction? Oh, it's under construction. I, okay. I won't post it to everything to be official. Right. Okay. Okay. Most yeah. definitely, man. And we look Most forward definitely. to hearing some of your music, man. I know my man Al always speak good of you. So, oh, hell, that's my boy, man. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Mr. Uh, Mr. Too, too easy to get mad at me because I, I don't say he rap. Uh, <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, me, me, me and Kevin gonna fight, man. We're gonna get on this Mike Tyson punch out in a little bit. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man, man we appreciate you, man. Um, oh, yeah. man. We thank you for listening the whole time, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. We hope everybody that's out there listening to us on the internet or however you're listening to us through uh, via download. We hope that you enjoyed this hour and a little bit over an hour uh, with Nick, Nick Eaton talking to town. Hour and oh, half. yeah. Really? And if you did miss it, tune in right after this commercial message. You know, we're going to be able to replay this over and over. We're going to be able to replay this and over the BT Awards. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Most definitely. Oh, hey, yeah. man. I'm a contact. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, anytime you want to come through, man, feel free. Okay, that's what's give, up, give everybody uh, your contact information, such as like your Twitter and your Facebook account, if you want to get it out. Um, I fool with the Twitter. Don't, don't don't really fool with the Facebook too much. You can get at me on Twitter, the number 2GS underscore. All right. At 2GS underscore. Appreciate everything, Al. Yes, sir. In the middle, man. Yeah. Hey, man, it's all good, man. We Al need props tonight. He's good. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> All right. That's what's up, man. Appreciate right. that, Dave. Appreciate it, man. All right. Yeah.
I hope you don't flat my tire when we leave the studio tonight, dog. Don't That's do right. me wrong, man. If, you, right, if I see man. you sneaking out of here before we do, I'm going to trip right, your ass man. up. Right. <laughs> if you see something, we appreciate everybody who tuned in tonight. Make sure you guys tune in this coming Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Central Time to the Middle Minutes Talk Show. Got a great topic for this weekend. Also, tune in next Thursday for Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton. Next Thursday, we will be featuring Purpose Music Group and E1 Entertainment, Monet Sharice. She's going to come in and she's going to talk about her new album, and she's going to give us a little sample of what she does. It, Kev, you might like it, though. She you know, she, she mixes a little jazz, a little neo-soul, a little mm-hmm. R&B. Real hot. I'm going to check that out. All right, all right, all right. So we're going to be talking with her next week. And don't forget to tune in this coming Sunday. Grown folk music. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah. The middle men shouted, Big Crit shouted. Yeah. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, so take a listen time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a will to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. Blog Talk Radio.com. The middle me. Hey. What's happening in the middle man? Hey, what's happening in the middle man? Hey, what's happening? Blogtalkradio.com, the middle man. As usual, it always go down. Tune in next week. Where Tune in this Sunday to see if uh, Kevin makes it in, because uh, I see uh, Al over there shining his lead pipe. <laughs> And they ready for total destruction. <laughs> I'm gonna come through that mud like the junkyard dog. <laughs> hey man, I'm gonna make you have a WWL flashback when Zeus beat up the incredible. Uh, he beat up the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> All I know is we're gonna see Kel doing a press conference next week. Can we all just get along? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, boo you! That was funny. Boo me! Boo! That was funny. Man, we out, man. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. Let me get on up out here before you try to jump on me. I'm out. Peace.